1: It was good. I've had a pretty solid week, if I say so myself. The stream's been doing well. We've climbed to 620 subscribers. I literally play every single day and upload a YouTube video every day. So I've actually been on my grind. It doesn't look it, because I'm fresh, but I've been on my grind. (laughs) I feel you. Overlay still says 29. Oh, no. Minor error, guys. It says 30 now, that was quick. How's your week been, though? Like, I know you had a week to, like, take it in and enjoy yourself. How's the, the unemployed life, brother? Um,
2: <laughs> uh, it's alright <laughs> we'll see we'll see I mean it was nice to have a few days where I didn't have to wake up at a certain time but nice. other than that I'm looking to get back into it you know just yeah, to, just to be mind. frank with you guys I'm going to get back into it soon I have some some opportunities well now that you have, have more you guys time soon.
1: we could make more content So I'm saying you could start up your stuff we could start up a show on your channel that'd be cool but alright oh Yo, right? I have a couple ideas, John. Just let me know, bro. I am down. But uh, there's been a lot of stuff that happened uh, this last week in Call of Duty in the esports scene. Uh, it's honestly been so much, it's kind of like hard to keep up with. I usually take like a day out of my week to like, you know, I see everything because I'm on social media constantly. But like, I usually take a day to digest everything, and it's usually the podcast day. And I was going through all of it today. It's a lot of stuff, dude. Like from the champs announcement to the team emblem sprays, calling cards being put in the game. We were asking that for the season to the domination thing that happened where pros voted to keep it to Doug quitting, subs going crazy on Twitter. It's been a wild, wild week. So we're going to attack all those things before we get into the call ins. Um, is there anything in particular you wanted to start off with? Uh, no, let's just jump right into it, my brother. All right, so um, we all saw London Royal Ravens uh, decided to pick up Trey Zero. Um, Trey's a great player. Uh, mm-hmm. He's starting for Jerd, I believe. Um, so, Sean, are you going to stay in the lineup? Jerd going to get bumped out. Trey Zero going to get put in there. Um,
2: I guess let me hear your, first, your thoughts in there on that move. Uh, well, I think that Trey's always been a really good player, Zero. I think that's a really good uh, pickup for them. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not in their scrims every day, but on the outside end, I would love to, for them to keep Jur just to keep that aggression in their lineup, but I'm not sure if, if he wanted to even play on the team or if they got along, because oftentimes in the European team scene, I said this last week, there's just like, they get into arguments. They don't really get along like that well, and to have five people get along is extremely important, so I'm not yeah. really sure what happened there, but picking up zero to me is a really good move for that team, and, and apparently they've been doing really well in scrims, so... Uh, I look forward to seeing the new look Ravens team play.
1: Yeah, so there's no doubt in my mind that Trey's a great player, and he's going to make the team a bit better, right? Like I feel like they were yeah. on the in that area where they were one step away from being one of the consistent threats um, that could you know make it to a championship. Winning a championship is another beast in itself because we've seen this roster multiple times. These ty- these types of players, you know, Weskin, Scraps, Trey. Jared, all these guys, like, team before, and they haven't won, right? Like, they haven't gotten that championship. Like, this isn't something new. We've seen it so many times, and they haven't won. But they were always a great team that got, like, top, they could make it to a championship and get really close, but no cigar. Um, and that's my thing is, like, will they win? Like, will they beat an Empire or a phase? I don't know, man. Like, these Empire and phase, they seem, like, better than the teams that, you know, the Red Reserve was going against back in the day and weren't able to take down. So it just seems like a move where – yeah, they might get a little bit better, but will they win a championship? I don't think they will with that team. But you know, I'm excited to watch them play. Shawnee looked really good um, it, for what we typically see of Shawnee. And adding Trey, uh, getting that extra slang power, because Jurd has been underwhelming this season. I don't think he's been in the best position on his team. But you know, adding Trey there might help them a little bit. Uh, I just don't think they're going to get a
2: championship. Like, do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with that. I mean, I think that this move could help. Uh, make them more consistent. But I don't think that it's going to turn them into a championship team either. I Which think what they're have... hoping for. Well, oh, yeah, of course. Everyone's trying to win for, like or get better. And I think that this move probably right. did make them better. But winning and getting better are two different things. Yeah.
1: My dog's going crazy, actually. I don't know why he's going crazy. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was one move that was made. Uh, moving on. Uh, Mark Scott benched Um and he's been really outspoken about that. He obviously doesn't agree with it at all. It's talking about people snaking him, you know, stabbing him in the back. I don't know the inner workings of
2: it. I don't know how he got stabbed in the back. Um If you do, I'd love to hear it. I, I have no idea. But, Apparently um, they just got in a call and said they didn't even know who their fifth was going to be. Yeah. They just they just <laughs> decided to just it wasn't going to be Mark's. Yeah.
1: Which like from like a looking at it from the outside in, like it's not, doesn't seem like that bad of a move. Like I literally all like my keys to victory, obviously, usually they're pretty basic. So everybody can understand. Um, but it was always for Florida. It was, they live or die by Mox Cause he is their player where he's, his role is like sort of undefined on the team because he's a main AR player who is not nearly as good as skies. And he's a man and he's a player who runs a sub as a flex. Who's not that great of a sub. So, with the meta in this game, it really doesn't work that well for Mox. And I think that if they just find, you know, a solid sub player, like, they'll probably get a lot better. And I think that's probably the route
2: they decided to go for, right? Like, I, I, I mean, a lot I of those players, him. a lot of the players in this game, like, let's say rated uh, Mox. I don't even sure. I'm not even sure you can say, like, Skies is a much better AR player than them. It's just that they gave they gave him the main AR role to start. And that's their natural role. That's his natural role is to run main AR. So then you move, you move mocks and these guys off their role it just puts them in a spot to fail to be honest with you yeah, like, yeah.
1: no it definitely does it's the meta like, right we talked about it yeah
2: it's, yeah, it's the meta it's just it's a, but the thing is i heard that this the guy they're picking up awakening or whatever also runs an ar he's just more of like a fast pace gets more kills slang type person so i'm not sure yeah what what exactly the florida team is thinking but i'm also not in their camp right like they yeah, could yeah. just think could just be a little off with their team
1: one thing Mox does really great for his teams is he's extremely disciplined. So getting rid of Mox, you lose an extremely disciplined player. And I've always liked that about him. When I played against him, I'm like, I ha- like well, even when I was in AR, I was like, I have to be on point in my rotations versus this guy because he's so disciplined. He's so annoying. He, for he would always him. be in the back with his AR posted. That's true. If he's not having <laughs> AR, maybe it changes up a little bit. But nonetheless, brings the discipline to the roster. And that's something I could see when he's gone, that team easily lacking is discipline. So uh, I think they're risking it a bit, uh, getting rid of him. But you know, if they do get a sub player who can play aggressive and you know play at, at that fast speed pace, it could make them or fast speed pace. It could make them a lot better at respawn, which is I think what they're looking for. Because I mean, they they have a solid roster all around. It was really just Mox as the X factor the
2: entire time. Um, yeah I mean it, I mean they they've done really well for them this this season with the roster that they had even b- before when they had three as well. yeah I think they've overachieved as well, and maybe they know that maybe they're making a proactive move because everyone else can see i mean they could see themselves not doing as well before we could all see it because they've only had one bad tournament yeah right, and usually that's not enough to make this kind of move, but they're also scrimming every day, they could see themselves struggling, and maybe this is the move they, they think they need to succeed, yeah.
1: All right, so moving on from that one, because we know he's been really outspoken. I'd love to hear more from Mox. Maybe we'll try to get him on for like a quick 20-minute show or something to hear him elaborate more on that. But uh, Enable, back in for Seattle. Um, Have you watched them scrim at all? I don't think I've seen They haven't streamed anything, so I haven't seen them scrim.
2: I haven't watched them scrim, but we already know that Enable is a very capable respawn player, so I expect that Seattle will be on point when it comes to respawn. They're going to win. They're not going to win. They're going to win. They're going to win. No chance to win the tournament. The writing's
1: on the wall, brother. They're going to win. It's their event. <laughs> Tell you. Seattle got smoked 5-0 uh, versus Chicago yesterday. Love to see it. Doesn't matter. They're going to win, my brother. Seattle got smoked
2: 5-0 versus Chicago. Doesn't really matter. It's a I
1: tweeted earlier my bracket, John, and Damon replied with, like, the guy taking off his glasses, like, you're faded.
2: <laughs> yeah, even he, even he's like, huh? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not
2: gonna, They're not going to win it, but I do think that they could surprise people and make it further than people expect for them from them. So yeah, I definitely, they just can't, they just, can't, it's just too hard nowadays to win and not be able to win search. Like you have to be able to win search at least at like a 50% clip. I, I don't even know their numbers, but I'm, I'm willing to go out on the ledge here and say it's way below 50% and they're not dominant at respawns. Yeah. So how are you going to win? Yeah, it's going to be tough.
3: Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More.
4: New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts.
1: You know what also is tough is I have chicken marsala in front of me that my girlfriend just brought me, and I can't eat it. This is tough. Moving on. Pristini getting put in uh, to the starting lineup of the Chicago Huntsman. So. I almost have a headache from how many times I've been asked this question uh, in my stream. So, those of you who are in my personal streams, you know, whenever I'm doing that, I just kind of want to just play. I don't really always want to talk about, you know, competitive COD because that is my job. Um, but I still love it, so I'll answer it here and there. But that question, anytime somebody comes to the stream, they ask that. So, we're going to answer it right here and right now. Our official thoughts on Pristini on the Chicago Huntsman. Gotten that question so many times. So, I'll start this off. I think Mersini's a great player. Hyper aggressive. He's going to probably make them better um, simply because he's going to bring good vibes. He's going to do whatever the team tells him to do. Arsenis is the glue, and that's his fucking brother, for God's sake. Like, it's going to work for those two. Like, it's going to be fine. They're going to be good. They have some of the greatest players of Call of Duty history on that team. They have players who have teamed with multiple different players and won championships, and they have world champions pretty much across the board. Like, the team is going to be fine, and they're going to be great. Um, But that, like, in terms of, like... I I know what people are asking when they ask that question. Like, are they going to be better than they were with Gunless? Like, maybe... uh, Like, Gunless is an amazing player. I think Gunless is better than Pristini. But I just... I just think it it won't be due to Gunless's skill. It'll just because it'll be because of vibes. That will literally be the only reason if if they get better.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. What they did was add someone who's hyper aggressive to their team, which could make it easier for the other players on the team to go off. Yeah. So so that might make it easier for them, but they, their core problem still remains in that they yep. have two assault rifle players, just like these other teams, and they couldn't foresee this issue going into the season. But. If you had preceded the team, I don't think they're going to get worse. They, he's going back to the team with his brother. They have Seth and Form on their team. Like th- These guys are – and then their best player is probably Envoy, like the one that's yep. not a world champion. And they just have a really strong roster from top to bottom. I don't personally agree with dropping Pierce. I really don't. But, hey, they picking it up. They, their vibes, like you said, is the biggest the, the biggest thing that they're getting out of this, and maybe that's what they need to win. But Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, I talked about it.
2: On but, paper, the roster to me, it's the same thing with a guy that's a little bit more aggressive. But Is he better than Pierce? I, I Not to me. I don't
1: think he's better than Pierce. Um, I think that Persini is great. Um, but, I mean, it's a big risk. Like, you can make it work. If you can make it work with Pierce, I think you make it work. Um, they were getting top four multiple times and like the thing is that could easily happen with Pristini as well you end up getting top four back-to-back tournaments and then you're in the same situation like if you know you have a talent like Pierce to stick it out get over whatever vibe situation you're on and and figure it out I don't agree with the move but hey man if it works it works they got really lucky with that they got really lucky with that getting
2: Pristini. and actually mind-blowing the way that went down can we talk about that I don't even know if that's public like is it public knowledge how exactly how exactly it went down I'm not sure it is but the fact that they were able to get Pristini, honestly, is mind-blowing. And they made yeah, that move not knowing. Eyes, it's mind-blowing. They made
1: that move not knowing if they were going to get Pristini. So, like, at least I think so. But either way, they had to, right? They had to have made that uh, move.
2: No, they knew they were going to get him. They knew they, they, knew they, knew? they were going to get him.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry for talking to eating guys. I'm starving. But I only took two bites. I won't do it again. Um, Yeah, so good luck to Pristini. I, I know that they've been doing great in scrim, so that's good to see. I'm very excited to watch those guys play though. Uh, last time we saw Persini play it was
2: quite some time. Uh, uh, you know, he was before he stuff. played before the last one before the LA homestand. He didn't go to the LA homestand. They took yeah. the Pharaoh for that. Yeah. So it's been a while, but it's you know he knows how to play the game. He's been he's been around. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he hopped right into it. They just have to get their chemistry down. The biggest fix is gonna be the biggest thing you have to worry about is gonna be their initial search and destroys. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think that'll be fine too. <laughs> Somebody say, "Eat your food, chat and cry."
1: No, I got <laughs> like a little tiny plate. I'm gonna eat a full plate of this. Do chicken marsala is like my one of my favorite foods. She snapped today. Um, all right, so moving on though, let's talk about substitutes on teams. This is a topic you brought up that you wanted to talk about, John, um, which has been a, one of the major things in the community. A lot of uh, challenges, players, and substitutes on teams talking about how it should be re- redone. So, having subs, does it make sense in the CDO to have substitute players? Uh, we haven't seen them used mid-series this year so far. And I think we can both agree that we don't see it happening throughout the season in mid-series subs coming in.
2: Uh, the problem with the sub system is, like, it's at its core. You can't—you have to pick up the players before the season, right? So, yeah. therefore, you don't know who's going to be good at the games. And with the current subsystem right now, only one of your subs can play. So— I think with the with the exception of Chino, no one's really used a, a sub that was just a sub on their team already, for a long for an extended period of time. I think it was um, happy on New York played one tournament, but that was just a temporary thing, like a temporary hold until they got someone else who ended you up being Matt tab? Melt. Mm.
1: Real quick, sorry, obviously said I think we're gonna see a mid series sub tomorrow on bush. Who do you think it would be though? Well, Pander, Pander, because Pander said yo, Pander and Enable
2: yo, S and D yo. That could be it. That could be a thing. I mean, if there's a team to do it, this is what I was saying before. Before we went live, I said, if there's a team to do it, it should be Seattle. Mm-hmm. Simply put, Enable is a really good respawn player, but God awful at Search and Destroy. And this has been, a, this has been the case for years. So if there's no. a team to do it, it should be them. I don't know if they will do it. It's easier said than done. Like, say, see, what if Enable uh, goes and drops 45? Like, maybe, maybe you out. go in with a series of the plan, but he drops, like, a, just a bomb first map. Do you say, all right, <laughs> you're Buns. Come yeah, on you, out. You don't do that. Panner, go on in. I you mean, see. I would do it. You see Temp- Teddy for a search. He's going to be going rogue
1: us. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, they could also be trolling, so you never know. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. That would it be will put the
2: stub in a tough spot, too, because he's not scrimming with the team anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's just supposed to come in and go off in the game mode that he doesn't even get to practice much just because he's better technically than the other player at it.
1: Yeah. I it's a know. bit weird. Him in a tough spot. I think you have a main team, a challenger's team, and then... You just move the player to challengers when you wanna when you wanna switch it out, right? Like I think you just don't have the option to bring players in mid series, and it solves a lot of these issues. That way, all the subs can play on a challengers team. I just think it would be a lot better. But we aren't the experts here on the contracts of these players and the challengers and stuff, so we're gonna bring in our friend Ben J Nissum to talk to us a little bit about contracts and how it should be redone and possible ideas that the C D L can use.
4: That's hello, hello.
1: What up? What up? So uh, we we're not thinking. Too bad. You we were talking about a waiver wire earlier?
4: So, yeah, I think, you know, one of, the thing that, one of the things that hasn't really been addressed, and I know I think Doug kind of talked around the edges of this in his video, is there's a weird edge case that the league and teams have to consider when it comes to substitutes. When we had uh, LAN events, you had the potential where a pro team uh, and a challengers team could have played at the exact same time. And yeah. I, I think that colors some of the role. Uh, eligibility stuff that, that some of the players versus Doug have run into. Um, I think the other complication is not every team also does have uh, a challenger team that they're either partner with or one that they operate. So that kind of complicates things. I think definitely for everybody, I think the solve is, well, how do you increase flexibility for everybody so there's not eligibility issues? I think waiver is interesting, Ant. Um, yeah, I do too. Tra- transactionally, it gives pros uh, a path out of a team if they get dropped. Because the team could just claim the waiver, and then that pro, uh, that team that the pro is on before, well, your salary is now off the books, so there's no uh, salary cap concerns uh, on that end, and and you queue up teams based on reverse standings or whatever your metric is. Um, you know, I think the question for you guys is what's what's to solve. You know, if you only have ten players on a roster, uh, then there's no extra one player left over, so that edge case is still in place. So does that force teams then to have a coach who? Is that that six sub?
1: Oh, uh, man, six for the pro team. It's tough. It's tough when I'm, it comes to that because then like Joey so, Nubsy can't be your sub player. <laughs>
2: I mean, the sub players essentially aren't going to be used in those situations. Yeah, you're just putting there that's as true. a placeholder, which is obviously something that you shouldn't, that you don't want. Are you suggesting that we force every franchise team to have a challengers team, just basically adding to their valid. payroll? Yeah, you're just adding to their payroll for players that likely they're not going to use.
4: So I think this is kind of an interesting issue. I don't, I don't think you can force teams to do it. You know, you're asking them to take on and commit to more salary on the books uh, for potentially if they don't, you know, build their system or get the right players they get no return uh, on that investment. Whether you figure out some kind of incentive with a salary cap for teams that operate challengers, maybe that's uh, solved to, to subsidize it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, like there are teams in big markets that would make sense to operate a Challengers team because you have to think it's not a short term, two or three year horizon. What are you doing in five or six years to try and generate?
1: It's like building you know, talent for your team. Yeah.
4: 18 year old kids that become eligible local market, and you find the next scump out there and, and you're on your team, and now you've got them. Developed and ready to go. I mean, look
1: at the amount of players that have already well, come out of the amateur scene. Like, it's going to be almost a necessity for some of these teams to have challenger teams.
2: You don't want to do it and
1: do it yourself and curate. Well, it yeah, yourself. a lot
2: of those kids are just now turning eighteen, though. So you couldn't even sign those kids if you wanted to to your challenger's team. You basically have to keep yeah. your ear to the street and pay attention every single year. Which, like, also begs the question: Why even pick these subs up before the season? Just because you have to by a rule, but you're essentially you're making it, you're taking a uh, shot in the dark, picking up these players like. So people are saying that people picked up the wrong subs preseason. How do you pick up the right subs if it's a new game that comes yeah, out and you don't know you have no idea who's gonna be good at this new game? A,
4: that's how, do a great up,
2: how do you pick up the correct subs?
4: It's obviously a great question. Um, I think one area where teams obviously made mistakes was by double stacking their subs with players that were only in the AR position. They didn't try and get either a faster AR or someone who can can run a sub full time and be a plus player on the map. Obviously that's tough because that position in particular is is very scarce these days. um You know, I mean, I think maybe teams could have left that spot open and just see what happened after the first event. That's what maybe. I think.
2: They could have left it open. What do right? you mean, like, a sub spot? Yeah. yeah. No, no. You, well, you had needed to sign, two sub spots. Right? You needed to sign two subs. You had to by the rule. You had to sign two was subs. I certain too. no. So you by a certain date. Maybe,
4: maybe that was that rule. Maybe should get adjusted for next year because I didn't give teams <laughs> the flexibility. Or maybe teams should have been more aggressive in telling us sub, hey. You know, you're the seventh spot on the roster, and there's someone else we want. Like, we'll try and get you in a different situation, but we want to go in a different direction.
2: So,
1: John, else, how would, how would you fix it then?
2: Mm, well, one, I would make it where the subs, both subs, are allowed to play in whatever challengers thing to, becomes available. I agree. Uh, with and, no and restrictions just, and just put there's it. There's so no that, two match restrictions, no nothing. Just yeah. like if you want to, if you're a sub for a team and you get called up, sure, you come play. That's what we want to do. We're not going to see. You shouldn't be restricted. It, like people aren't going to be put in mid series, and if
1: that's like the one thing that's stopping us from doing it because they're going to play at the same time, and just say you can't put them in mid series, then like like if you're, if he's playing in challengers, you're going to allow him to do that at this time, then you can't
2: play it. He, You can't put him in mid series. Or that's if that you're like, that, like like a farm league baseball situ- situation, if you get called up and you're up next at bat, they're like, "What? I'm called up? I'm out of here." And the, the team will just have to understand. Like yeah. We're getting forfeited because our guy is going to play with the pro team. Yep. And I think since that's not going to happen in reality, I think that most players happen. would be okay with that situation. It's like, hey, everyone that's teaming with this guy has to understand there's a percentage chance, like a, a 1% and chance that he might get called up. If it's going to play. happen, if that's it's going to happen, happen, they're going to they know well in advance.
1: They're going to know well in advance before it happens. It's not going to be a spur of the moment they're playing at the same time and he needs to come in. You know what I mean? They can yeah. get ready for that and prepare for that. So I think that that's how it should be. I think, Ben, you bring up some really cool ideas. Way over my head, though. Smarter people than me are going to have to adjust those things and implement. There's a waiver wire. I'm um, pretty sure that's kind of how the Pristini thing went down, what we were talking about before this, which is just weird. But, uh, yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of people complaining about it. I know Doug's situation wasn't ideal. He quit to go play with challengers. He's playing with I saw him scrimming today, I think. It was like him. Twiz,
2: Bullseye. I don't know if he was playing tens or if he was scrimming. Um, well, that's uh, see. That's the thing though, he has to. He has to. He had to like probably quit right and get yeah, him signed a different quit. way so that he could just play and practice. Like you can't even yeah. practice because who would play with a guy that's a sub if you can't go to any play anything official with him? Yeah. Wisdom in the chat says not true. Subs could be unexpectedly used for medical emergencies, and that's a small percentage of thing. Okay, so you're that's like a you're sticking the letter of right, well, the law. The amateur type team thing. has to forfeit. Though. How many times has that happened? One pre-sta. time in the history of
1: Codden. Once. Priesta. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So if I'm a player on that guy's team, I just take that risk. That doesn't happen. And we that that does that not that That does not happen enough for to be a real thing to worry about as a, as a competitor. I'm trying to win, and this guy is the best player possible that I can team with. I'm going to team with him, even if there's a percentage chance that someone on the main team gets sick or something. You have to be deathly sick or break your arm to not play, especially in an online setting.
4: I think one cap I I like on the conversation Shoulder. <laughs> uh I, and obviously there was that the situation where Pat messed up his uh finger.
1: And he played uh, it out.
4: Saturday night he played out. Yes, yes. He cut it. His hand. Um I think one factor to consider long term is teams will get much better Italian evaluation. We had teams that kind of came in uh and leaned on players and coaches to dictate that process for them because they had no institutional knowledge of the COD scene and, and anything deeper. I think Once teams get a better understanding of the system they want to play, the players and prototypes they want to target, and then have scouting pipelines or get or whatever method they have to evaluate talent, they're out there. I think a lot of the substitute team system problems will probably solve itself over time. It's just a question of, well, how do you make it easier so players and teams can progress their players from amateur to challengers and make those rosters viable?
1: That's fair. I agree. It's going to take some time. I mean, it's the first year. It's definitely going to get changed next year. I mean, there's been way too many complaints. There's definitely a lot of room for improvement. But hey, we tackled that subject. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate you.
4: And no problem. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yep. And that is also the guy who will be vetting you guys for the call-ins. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to do call-ins, make sure you type in exclamation point call-in in the chat. Join the Discord by typing in exclamation point Discord in the chat. Join the general channel. And then type your question into the request channel. And then you'll be dragged in to ask a question to me and John, which we will reply to you in real time. And you will be on the show for everybody to hear. So come with some good questions. All right.
2: Good questions, good arguments. come.
1: We're getting closer and closer to the call-in time. We're going to spend the last 30 minutes doing call-ins. If you guys want to do call-ins, I mean, we have to have people in here first. I think we have one guy in here right now. So um, make sure you guys get in here to do it. Uh, The next thing. Was the champs announcement, my brother? Champs oh, yeah. is a bag this year. Oh my <laughs> god! Did you see That's that? A lot let, me of cash. To, let me switch yeah, to the big it's like screen. like four
2: hundred thousand oh, dollars each for first place. That's let absurd. Switch,
1: let me switch to the big screen and pull it up here. Where's the, where's the money announcement at, dude? It is crazy. Oh, I got it right here. Bang! First place, 2020 champion, two million dollars, John. And imagine if it's played online.
2: Ooh, <laughs> illy. Imagine getting 11th and 12th place while someone else gets 400 grand. Oh <laughs> my, that's God. rough. That is rough. And dude, what's crazy is how, your placement on the season is super important because you could just start. You could just start at 200 grand for your total for your team. Like even if you get absolutely deuced Whew, on, that
1: is a hefty that's bag, dude. You literally – you can yeah, you start off making like 50Gs if you're like top 2 seed.
2: <laughs> start- I mean, you've earned it through your work in the yeah, season. Of course. Uh, no hating on it. It's just it's just crazy that you're starting that far advanced in the bracket. That but you got to give them something wild. since you're like every a, single
1: team. I think I have the bracket right here how it works. So yeah. So dude, if you're first or second seed, you legitimately start in winter semis. That is crazy. I mean, <laughs> I I know th- we're, there were people complaining about it. I don't really hate it too much, honestly. I think it makes it lit, dude. It makes our season lit. Otherwise our season wouldn't be as cool. Uh,
2: the I mean, it is cool. The only worry that those two teams have, which I would take any day of the week is that you're playing a couple teams that are like hot off some wins with confidence yeah. rolling, you know. But I would take that 100% to start with to start where I win one match and all of a sudden I'm to top 6. Start three top guarantees. 6.
1: Oh my god.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> no, the worst part is you lose like 50% of taxes. and other bro. Those are what we call good problems. I don't yeah. want to hear that. Everyone everyone problems, pays bro. taxes.
1: These guys are pay, these guys are getting paid bank, bro. It was icing yeah. on the cake at champs, my brother,
2: <laughs> and that's not a real problem. Yeah, you had yeah. to pay. You had to pay taxes on when you won champs in the past. When you got second, third, it didn't really matter. It'd be awesome
1: if like a nine through tw- uh, nine through eleven seeded team won, or nine through twelve seeded team won the tournament, all the way through losers, bro. That'd be wild. See, this bracket can set up some crazy ass stories. No
2: lie. No, I agree with that too. Champs usually does produce some crazy, ass, crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy brackets. So we'll see. I think that oftentimes too, since it's later in the season, the teams, uh, the power rankings aren't exactly where you are in the standings. Like people get hot at different times. Yeah. So I think the Uh, the move to put every team
1: here is going to be awesome. It's going to be the first time, other than launch weekend, that we see all the teams in one place. And uh, it's also just going to be awesome that it's an actual tournament. So it's going to bring us those old school vibes, you know, of the big open tournaments. Everybody playing in one big ass bracket for a shit ton of cash. I think this is going to be – has the makings of being one of the greatest tournaments of all time. Uh, it's going to be – I think this is going to be awesome, dude. I like the move. I like the bracket. I like, I like
2: everything about it. Me too. I mean, they're making the most of this COVID situation, and just mm-hmm. playing for this type of money online is like, wow, just ridiculous. But I'd be so excited if I was a player, just that opportunity. I don't think I'd get on a different game for months. Oh, no
1: way. No way. I would never be on Valorant, Warzone, nothing, dude. I'd be grinding. Dude, a couple months you can – I mean – these guys are making bank, but their life can No, nah, it's a
2: life-changing amount of money. Yeah, it is. That's a life-changing amount of money that you could do a lot with. You could put it in savings, invest it, do whatever you want with it, but it's a life-changing amount of money for sure, no matter how much you're making.
1: That's crazy. I'm excited for that one, though. <laughs> Champs this year is going to be dummy lit. First and second seed is huge. And the cool thing about it is we have a couple teams in the race for first and second seed right now. So, I mean, even like, like, let me go back to the bracket. Uh, four, Third and fourth seed is huge too, man. Every single round in Champs bracket is massive. Like, it's just, weird. Yeah. like, knock that one down, knock that one down, knock that one down. Like, it's massive in Winner's bracket. But it's Loser's bracket, the gauntlet, because every team is nasty by the time Champs comes around. Like, every team's good. So, these events are going to be huge for points.
2: John in the chat says, I honestly think seed third, fourth, are set off better. You get one game before playing the top no. team and don't have to go First fold team. and semis. No. Disagree. <laughs> the less you get to play is always better. I couldn't disagree always. more, my guy. I couldn't yeah. disagree more. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's absurd statement. You're further that's along in the thing. bracket with the same amount of, like, like that, that's, I You
2: have, I you have no idea who you're going to be playing in any spot, and you don't, like, the further <laughs> you are up in the bracket is better. Trust yes, me. A 100%. Right. In one match of Call of Duty, it's, it's not what we're talking about. There's no, like, top team. Like, there's no better team to play in that spot. You, t- you have no idea who it's going to be. Yeah,
1: and you can scrim, my God. No idea
2: what form they're going to be in. Like, you can yeah. scrim,
1: crack open, you know, your gamer sups or whatever your caffeine of choice is. <laughs> and go fry, right? Like, that's, that's how it goes, man. And you win three series and you're Call of Duty champion. And you might, they might do it from their bedroom. Like, who knows what they're going to do. Imagine that. Oh, my God. That would be absolutely yeah. wild. That would be absolutely wild. All right, moving on to the next topic. So something we asked about before the season began, John. We just now got it. And I'd be lying if I say it. I still I, – I'm, I'm not excited for it, man. I'm, I'm so excited for this now. It's Team Emblem Sprays animated calling cards for all the teams. We're going to be getting those in the game. I know we would have liked it to be the beginning of the season, but we finally got it. It's something that people have been asking for. Um, the official tweet is here. Let me pull it up. Uh, coming soon, earn new team emblems, sprays, and animated calling cards by watching live Call of Duty League matches on the CDA website or COD Companion app. So by watching it, you can earn these things. I think that that is amazing. It's something we've been wanting. Incentives to watch the stream. It's It takes Activision so long to do things like this. It sometimes <laughs> makes me so sad, but at least we got it, right? Like, that's something that we can say that we got it, we can see how it works with COD and then hopefully next year when the new game comes out, we just have it immediately when the CDL begins.
2: That's my thing. I just hope hopefully that these things make it easier to get things done in the in the future. Now we've said that before in the past and it hasn't worked out that way. We're like, whoa, we got team skins this year. So next year maybe it'll it'll get, it'll be there sooner for those guys. That's huge, I don't think there's man. any Yeah, now that we have a franchise league and we have the same teams going in year in and, and year out, I feel like it should be a lot easier to get these things done. But also I'm not on the legal side of things at activision so i don't know all the hoops that they have to jump through a lot but yeah i know it's a lot of hoops but those things are like that's one of the things that we should want and expect at the start of every year and then obviously a ranked mode like that's been had its ear talked off at this point but if we can get a ranked mode and those things at the beginning of every game and try to get those rewards and incentives for viewers and for the 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 casual players that hop on call of duty and can run into these modes even if we get a small percentage of them, that's a lot of people.
1: We just need it for momentum. Like, I really hope that we have it when the game starts. I think this is going to be awesome. I think it's going to do great. And they're going to be excited by the numbers of it. I just think yeah. that we need it when we have momentum. So maybe it can gain us, garner a little bit more momentum going forward. But yeah, I'm excited to see how it plays out, man. Thank you for the gifted twice. My God, Dana, right there. Shout out to Dana in the chat. Um, ah. Next topic we have in here. Dom is staying in. So, all the pros that shitted on Dom in the beginning of the season, in recent weeks, let me pull it up. Oh, you can't even see that. There you go. It's probably kind of small. But in recent weeks, the Call of Duty League held discussions with both players and team management on the subject of maps and modes heading into the second half of 2020 season. So, the Call of Duty League was proactive. You know, they went to the players. They said, what do you want to do? One idea proposed included the potential removal of domination as a third mode to be replaced by either hardpoint or search and destroy. Having together assessed several different scenarios, the majority of players and team personnel voted to keep domination in rotation for the rest of the 2020 season. Big shout out to the CDO. We're showing the CDO some love today, man. A lot of people like to hate on them, but they've been doing some good things. This last week they've been doing some good things. I gotta show my appreciation when it's due. I've hated on it before. I appreciate the things they're doing right now. They went to them, they extended an olive branch and the players wanted to keep it. So, the fans, you guys can stop
2: complaining about it I mean uh, really I mean, good. the last week before the, that vote took place, the Doms were actually really exciting to watch, like as far as domination goes, there's a bunch of within five point games it was it was really close uh honestly, I think that the vote went that way because there's not a good replacement for Dom like ctF hasn't been tested enough there's five v five weird maps, Dead silence isn't a perk uh, it's just a weird thing that it's it's Kind of weird to bring in CTF in the game, especially when in the past people haven't even enjoyed watching CTF, CTF either. CTF sucks. I, okay, well, just, and then so then you talk about hardpoint. The hard points are too unbalanced. There's there's heavily one sided matches. Teams just a veto
1: completely, so all the teams are probably like, fuck that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then search and destroy. There's just not even enough good ones, yeah. right? So team just said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just keep dom. Let's just keep rolling with what it is, and I'm I glad think that they CDL made the right decision did overall. That,
1: I'm I'm glad they did that.
2: and the players are able to make their decision. Um,
1: But yeah, uh, I think that Dom is probably our best bet as it stands right now. Uh, I really don't think I'd enjoy watching three hard points in a series in 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 this game in Modern Warfare. I don't think it would be entertaining. Dom's or hard points a lot to take in, dude. Hard point is crazy in this game.
2: Dom is hard point is pretty crazy, and I still think I still always thought that hard point is hard for the new new casual fans to understand. Just there's so many kills going on that like a lot of them don't mean much, right? So they're just There's kill after kill after kill after kill. And if you're new to the game, you're like, what the heck is going on? Like, they're used to to seeing FPSs where every kill is, like, super impactful. Yeah. And that's not the case. And there's just a lot happening in the hard points from a casual fan standpoint.
1: Uh, We were in a a big chat about that before the season. There was a lot of uh, executives for the CDL when me and John were first meeting them. And they were asking (laughs) us these questions, just picking our brains. They were like, what do you guys think our, our game mode should be? Just, like, just asking this question. We were like, not hard point. I think it's too difficult for new viewers to to understand, and we were getting tons of arguments versus uh, other pro players about it. But I I truly think that hard point is is way too difficult for new viewers to understand, and it's honestly a clusterfuck most of the time, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and in this game, in the beginning of the game, it really proved a, it proved us right with the way the spawns were and everything was, and I, it really hasn't evolved into a great game mode. This game, honestly, this is probably one of the worst hard points we've had, but. Um, yeah, moving forward, maybe that will I mean, some change there.
2: When's the last time Hardpoint's even been really good? I feel like it's just a mode that we've that Lock we're Ops stuck 3. with. Black Ops Three. Black Ops Three is pretty good. It was good. Black Ops Three. Um, World War Two wasn't. Ba- it wasn't bad. In World, World War Two was solid. I mean, it was slower.
1: Yeah. It was entertained. I am, I was entertained by Hardpoint in World War Two. I, I was entertained by watching Hardpoint in that game. I didn't like to play it, <laughs> but watching it, I was entertained by it. So.
2: Yeah, so I think that's the last time. I mean, it, that mode has been very hit or miss. It's, it's. I swear, I still, I still stick to this since it was so good in Black Ops Two. That mode is just, it just became a staple. I think it was an accident. But it hasn't been, it hasn't been close to as good as that for a long time. But we just kind of stick with it. No. I mean, I think it's really hard. It takes going to take a really like dedicated team to build a mode that is not only one super competitive and fun for the players, but easy to understand. For the fans, and I think that's where you'll see a lot of growth in Call of Duty. Yeah.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh Let's talk about our brackets for the next event. So I tweeted out my bracket, and <laughs> it was wild. I got a lot of hate for it. But I told you guys in the last episode of the podcast, I was getting pretty wacky with my brackets, dude. Things are changing, and I'm getting ahead of it, dude. I'm like... Kanye with his music production, bro. I'm just in the future. You are not Kanye. I'm just in the don't, future, don't and you guys are that. in the past. That's what it is. You are not Kanye. Watch this. So I'm going to pull up Pac-Man's. Wild bracket. <laughs> I'm going to put up pull up Pac-Man's bracket. All right, so let's break this down for me, my brother. So you have subliners winning the whole thing. Why?
2: Uh, they've just been looking pretty good. I think they had some pretty good form, and uh, I think that their road is pretty good for them. I think that I mean when it gets to the semifinals, everyone's gonna have to beat a couple good teams. But I think that uh, Subliners have been heading in the right direction from what I saw. So, so you
1: think Subliners is clutching up in two game fives on their road versus Surge and Huntsman? They're gonna clutch up in those well, game fives.
2: Well, Surge is barely clutching up game five. I just <laughs> think that they'll win that game five. Okay. And then Huntsman, I believe that they will clutch up game five if it goes there. So Huntsman, like got they're an just
1: easy road. They're gonna play Subliners and just lose that game five. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I think if see, well, here, here, here's my, problem. my here's my problem with with your bracket though is like if the Huntsmen get past those first two rounds and then they're in a position like that where they're confident are gonna go with their new team, they're probably gonna like I don't know. Uh, it's just versus the subliners, I can't see it. Can't see it happening. But hey, maybe you'll be right. Maybe you have Optic maybe <sighs> making it to the final as well.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that the team's headed in the right direction, and I, I feel like their road is hard, right? But the, that team usually picks up steam. So if they beat the Rocker, which I think that historically they do really well against, they'll beat Chicago and then just go on to make it to the finals for sure. Hmm.
1: All right, so – oh, I'm faded. I had subliners beating Huntsman as well. All right, so here's my thing. <laughs> I made mine pretty quick. Basically, the one thing I want you guys to take away from my bracket is that Serge are going to win this tournament. I have a gut feeling – And here it goes. It's based upon strictly my gut feeling, right? No hard-hitting analysis here. You'll get it after the games, during the games, when the series are gone. But strictly gut feeling here. And I'm going to come back to this clip when it's all said and done and be like, I fucking told all of you. So, uh, Royal Ravens, I think that Trey on the team will be solid. I think it will be great. I think they'll beat Gorillas. I think they will lose to Surge, though. I mean, we've been – here's the reason I have Surge playing well in this tournament. The last time we saw them play, they weren't that bad. They were not that bad at all. And bringing Enable back, I think it's going to make them better at respawn. They're going to be, like, beating these teams 3-1. Like, they're going to play subliners. They're going to be great at respawn. And if they somehow steal a search, they're going to be fine, bro. They're going to be winning these series a lot easier. They should be one of the best respawn teams with their roster. And, like, teams like that in the past with the teams with Octane, they won 3-1 in a ton of their series by just toughing out the respawns. And I see you scratching your head like it's not going to happen. I have faith in the Surge. They're going to beat the Subliners. They're going to go on to beat Royal Ravens. After that, they're going to play Rocker. Rocker is going to beat Legion. They're going to end up beating Optic Gaming. And then they're going to beat Rocker they're in front of themselves in a finals where they don't have to play Huntsman. They have to play Subliners, and they're going to win that series. Watch, John. It's going to play out like this. and you're, That face, it's going to be completely – it's going to be wiped off your face, bro. That smirk's going to be wiped off your face. Okay. I mean, You'll give me 100
2: if Surge win. Booked, Bojo. Booked. Bet I mean booked. This, do you think the surge are gonna win a uh, game five against and then they're just gonna beat everyone in a bunch of respawns? That's what you're telling me? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> so you're just doing one of those things where you just make the worst bracket possible and then if it's wrong, you're just like, Oh, my bracket was crazy. But if you're right, you're like, I'm a genius. You're doing one of those, right? I actually think this is gonna happen though. You don't actually believe that. No, you don't I don't actually didn't. believe that, but, them but I, respect out. It. I, res- Hashtag I respect
1: but, hey, tweet us uh, your predictions in your bracket in a <laughs> screenshot to podcast underscore pod or me or Pac-Man on Twitter, and we'll feature them in the next episode and see you as the best bracket. So make sure you do that. Go fill out your bracket. Um, I will drop a link in the chat for you guys to do it. I think this is a really cool thing that uh, the CDL has done. So drop that, and I will show it on the next episode. But I think it's about time to do some call-ins, John. You ready? Let's get it done. All right, guys. So we're doing a brand new thing on the podcast. We're going to be doing call-ins on the show. So you guys come in here. You can chat shit with us. You'll have about two and a half minutes max. I don't want to spend too much time on each person. Even if it's a great question, I don't want to spend too much time because we're going to try to get people in and out. Um, If you want to do a call-in and you have a computer or phone, you can join the Discord. You do exclamation point call in, in the chat. It'll explain how exclamation point Discord, and the rest will explain itself. Just join the general channel and go talk to my guy, FCMB. That is FaZe Ben. Go talk to him, and he will explain how you guys can come in and ask us some questions. He's typing in the chat, exclamation point calling. I'm going to let a tweet out right now. Just please be polite, guys. Don't be weird. <laughs> Just be cool. <laughs> Type exclamation point Discord in the chat and join the server. We have a few people in here right now, so I'm gonna go into the Collins request, and I'm going to type. Actually, I'm gonna go to the Collins channel. Uh, let me. I gotta read the questions first. Uh, okay. I'm telling Ben a Dragon our first call in right now okay i see ethan in here do not let ethan in here (laughs) hey wildcat how's it going man how bad how are you brother i'm doing great man or is this your first time watching the show 30th time watching the show how many episodes Uh, i've been watching since like world war two wow so you're an og man appreciate you coming in with your questions into the call in. How you doing, brother?
3: Hanging in there, you know, just gaming. <laughs> Love to hear <laughs> trying to it. Stay man. healthy.
1: Love to hear it. So what's your question? Uh all right. Do you think
4: it's beneficial for enable to just uh, play respawn only? Or do you think he should like find
2: another team? He's just gonna be subbing out for S and D. Um, oh. We don't know ahead. that he's gonna be subbing out for S and D. So all right, let's, let's say he is. Let's say he is, then it's it's still beneficial for him to play. Because if, if he plays, that keeps his stock up. So if he comes in and plays really well in the respawns, that's a lot better than sitting on the bench. Like it's That way he can, no matter what happens going into the offseason, people know that he's still here, still a good player, still someone you can win with. Like you Don't like forget how good Enable has been yeah. year I in, year think, out.
1: I think you and can still a win with
2: him. Yeah, you definitely can still win with him. You just need the right team around. I don't think and you can we'll get re- rid of him at all.
1: I, I think he's a major asset, and he's honestly a high-priority player to pick up. I don't think you get rid of him at all. I think you find or you can make a team like basically around him. Like if you when you pick him up, you know he's not going to be great at search and destroy. So you have good search and destroy players with him. He's a great respawn player, um, and I think you can try out the subbing players in and out if he's super comfortable with it. Than the rest of the roster is, but then he runs into the issue and what John was talking about earlier. If Enable starts off the series dropping fifty kills, you're not going to take him out for the search and destroy. Yeah,
2: um, but yeah, yeah. also. People are saying that it ruins his stock even more in search. You honestly can't have a lower stock than Enable has in search already. You can't ruin his stock in search, like yeah. i, yeah, you I simply, sound like, a, you simply you know, can't. Donuts. Yeah, exactly. He's his teams have won championships and gotten gone deep with him dropping one kill. Like just, yeah. it just is what it is. But you or get two, a guy three kills, and I mean, he's, you know not, like, he's not single-handedly
1: yeah. losing you searches. Like no. He's yeah, doing I mean, his job. He can win gunfights. He's not that bad.
2: If your I team mean, if the team itself is good enough at search, you can put him in a position to be good enough, like 100 Thieves did last year to win search yeah. and destroys. Right. They had slasher and the problem with Surge is that that's
1: their true. entire team is bad at search. And Nabel exactly. just being traditionally bad at search, so he's obviously not gonna do anything to go above and beyond and help them. So they might seek out help from another player that can bring strategy to them. Um, but yeah, e- enables good enough uh, at a pro level to play search and Shrine a pro team. Yeah, do you think actually, like, do you think that like him coming back though will affect the vibes? Like, I think be they good did vibes. swap him out really early. Like, I think they'll be good vibes. I think he'll come back professional. Enables a professional. You got to remember he's been playing yeah. for years. I think he'll be fine, man.
3: I don't, this, I don't think it would be enable. I would just think like the dynamic may be awkward. You know,
2: they'll be okay. Nah, I know people have been dropping. Have you been gaming long enough? You've been dropped before. Yeah. yeah get back on the team and just play he, he admits to his own mistakes leading to him getting dropped it's not like they just yeah. dropped him for no reason out of the blue so he that's came true. to grips with his own mistakes and now he's back on the team the problem is that their team is just not that great and i don't think that has anything to do with the enable like that's just he's coming back in a situation where they haven't been that successful so the vibes it's being off won't because of be because of him well
1: all right that's wildcat home. thank you for coming in man did we answer your question Oh, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate
3: the insight, fellas.
1: I appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks for watching. You say, fellas. Peace. Of course. All right. So let me see the next question we got, guys. Uh, for those of you who just now not the stream, we're doing call-ins. Uh, exclamation point, call-in in the chat. And it'll tell you how you can join up and ask us a question. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh... We have another one in. Exclamation point call in. Uh, It's all one word, actually. Join the Discord. What a great guy, by the way. What a great first call-in. Love that guy. Uh, we have another call-in. This guy's name is Ethan with a U. Uh, really weird spelled name. How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. This is really exciting. It's nice to meet you guys.
2: Who let Ethan in here, man? <laughs> what's up, Ethan? So, what's your question?
1: So... I
4: heard that you two both got started on Call of Duty 2. Is that right?
2: Indeed, it is.
4: I want to know between the two of you who was better at Call of Duty 2?
2: I was better at Call of Duty 2. Oh,
1: that's cap. That's absolute cap, brother. I was well above and beyond better than you at COD 2, John. And you know that for a fact.
2: Don't lie. This, this conversation is pointless because he knows I was actually d- different at COD 2. What? I was insane. At COD 4, you had me.
1: 100% you had me. I won't lie. You were better than me at COD 4. 100%, right? You're on the better team. You understood the game better. But COD 2, you were not better than me at COD 2. There's no way you actually believe that. I literally went like, I literally was on all the top eight teams on the team ladder at one time on separate accounts. All that meant you're just not loyal. <laughs> what? I, I stuck with I, I, I remember with my guys, and I was <laughs> I was different, bro. You were nasty, but remember what happened. I joined your team. Yeah, we smoked IXI instantaneously.
2: I joined your team. Yeah, I never said you weren't good at the game. You're you just like, better than me.
1: Okay, all right. Well, this is like we're not gonna. This isn't. We're they, gonna have no resolve in this question. Like, That's what I am saying. No, Ethan just comes in trying like to. I am literally pod. on Urban Dictionary for my COD two skills, not submitted <laughs> by not me. Like by you the way, need
5: to go play each other at some
1: point. I will. Internet I have it actually it. downloaded on PC. Well, I can play <laughs> with <an> Xbox <laughs> too. I'll fry your shit. Oh man. Well, right. that was my question. Thank Thanks for gentlemen. the question. Bye, man. Peace
2: out, Ethan. Bye, Ethan. With a what a U. terrible <laughs> question. what awful question. I love Ethan. Guy's an uh, idiot.
1: Yeah, what an idiot. All right, bring me to the next call-in, guys. Sorry you had to hear that. It's the bad side of all of us. (laughs) Got another call-in coming in shortly. What's going on, Safari? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? Doing fantastic. Yeah, man, thanks for letting me on. No worries at all. What's your question? Uh, So it's kind of like a two-parter. My first question is going to be
5: biggest regrets in your guys' playing careers. And one thing you both wish you could go back and
2: change.
1: Well, uh, it's so kind of the same thing, but I' got go first. I'll start it off. I have a few regrets in my cod career, one being um, leaving Optic in m w two when I was making <laughs> YouTube videos. What a terrible decision that was. Optic blew the hell up after that. Um, I don't know if that's my biggest regret
2: though. But I'm gonna leave it there for now, unless I think of something better. Go ahead, John. Uh, do you want like you just want to like competitively speaking, my biggest regret, or, or something like a nameless where you said I just could have made a bunch of money making videos?
1: Okay, no, like well, that was competitive. <laughs> I sketched in their team.
3: Yeah, like biggest com- like when you were playing.
2: Um, well, I have one. Um, honestly, back in Black Ops Three, I feel like I was really good at that game, and we just ended up sticking with as our team for way too long and there was a chance to team with uh, Theory and Gunjar and we were really good together but we just let the organization not let us team together for some reason and then we ended up getting dropped anyways by the organization so it's was like why the, why the fuck did we listen to that? I should have TSM. done what we wanted to do yeah TSM wouldn't let us make the team change oh, I remember that yeah but we were really good together and we are like dude our team sucks let us change oh I know my biggest regret dropping J-Cap and Clayster
1: in AW what it was godlike at that game they won champs oh my god and if i go back through my dms uh there's i have a dm from attach where he was like yo let's team for champs before aw champs and i just swerved him bro i left him on red So you're saying you should have just dropped joe hmm yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, N a w. <laughs> no, no, N no,
2: a w. Yeah. I mean, Joe said.
1: Yeah. Joe said to the state. I mean, during A W in the beginning, Joe was just like, I, I don't want to play this anymore. Like he, he, he hated that game. I wasn't great at that game either, but I liked it in the moment.
2: In retrospect, I hated it. Joe hated it while we played it, which obviously is not going to translate well to games. Joe's, plan. Joe's a smart guy. This guy yeah. is trying to break down the game, and it's A W. Yeah. A W. You just, you just win gunfights literally.
1: Yeah. In the game. God damn it, dude. What a bad... I regret that so much. Well, all right. Thank you for the question, Safari. Is yeah, thanks else for letting me on, man. You guys have a good one.
2: Good question, brother. Take it easy, man. That was a great question. Thank you. Okay. Not shooting Damon. Ha, 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 ha. Stupid. Um, all right. So we have another one.
1: This is really fun doing these call ins bro. We're getting yeah. some pretty good questions. Where's accuracy at in the chat? Yeah, I thought I Accuracy wanted to do a call-in. Come on in, brother. <laughs> he was getting mad I was calling him Accuracy. <laughs> what are you talking about, Dana? What, what did you say, LMAO, Ant Too Funny? Well, what did I do? Biggest Pecking regret dropping bullet? can go first like he wasn't about to anyway.
2: <laughs> uh, biggest regret dropping it. Bo, oh, here me? we go! No,
1: no that wasn't nah. a regret at all. Hey, Gurabah, am I pronouncing <laughs> hey, your man. name correctly? Wait, how do Yeah, you yeah,
6: it? yeah, that's fine. <laughs> how that? do you, you pronounce it? it? Um, it's actually an Arabic word, but let's not get to it.
1: Habibi, what's it. up? <laughs>
6: um, Charles, my question. Yeah, a- ask a question. Uh, basically, I was saying like considering the big big advantage of getting top two this year, at champs. Who do you think will get top two for champs? I'm following from there. Do you think Huntsman's roster change will uh, sort of uh, make it more difficult for them, especially if Gunless becomes a competition very soon?
2: Well, if Huntsman are smart, they won't allow Gunless to become competition. Yeah, that's um, the first thing. I don't know why. If you don't have to, then you just don't let him go. It's kind of scummy, but it's also smart. Business. First yeah, things like,
1: first. You, do, you, you, you don't You do let him become competition, um, but I'll let John well, tackle the, the rest of that.
2: What's uh? Who do I think will end up top two? I'd have to look at the bracket right now. My guess is Atlanta and Dallas. Without actually knowing the exact standings right now, I think that they're not only the two best and most consistent teams, they're also ahead and it's online. They're both really good on at that. Not that they're not good on land. Before people get all butt hurt, but <laughs> they're just happen to be really good teams online and are already ahead. So those would be the top two teams, I think. Was there another part to that question? I agree with you. Um, everything. I think you decided. guys touched on it. Like, gunless, um,
6: they might not. But I was thinking, uh, since them getting Florida, I don't know about like, how the deal was. But don't you think they would want to make back something from gunless? I would think that, but
2: I think uh, it was competition. they
6: like, gunless wanting a good team as well.
2: Yeah. Hey, you put him Go on, ahead. like, he's competition. You just hold him on your bench. He's yeah, currently on the team. You're still pay- <laughs> the thing is, he makes a good point. You're still paying gunless. You still you still have to pay his salary. Yeah, someone else is taking that payment, but obviously they get You can make yourself returns. look real dumb. I don't know. I mean, Florida just gave away Porcini. Yeah, that's He's dumb. Not to care. That's dumb. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I don't know who's in charge over there. I think you keep. I think.
1: I think you keep Gunless. You hold him. I, I. I mean, that's what I would do. I'm shout out to Jerry Cross vibes. I'm holding him. <laughs> uh, he signed uh, it bro you said you're sitting on my bench and you're not and like this isn't any sight to Gunners. So you probably didn't do anything wrong but like smart business decision i'm not playing it to you i'm putting you on my bench you're just sitting there
2: i mean i guess but there's money involved in a time where money is tight right yeah i mean if then, money's a problem the economic then, situation but then you then you trade them to like a, trade a crap team they don't want Trade them, yeah, to, trade them to gorillas for wanna, somebody. If the purpose is money, you don't trade them because then you're just taking someone else's contract. Yeah. Trade them, you know them to I'm gorillas
1: saying? for somebody with a budget contract and save some cash and have less competition. <laughs>
2: yeah. Gorillas could use them. The gorillas could use... Any, the gorillas should be using Pat and Nato. And oh, 100%. For real. For real. I What's can't up, believe Colin? that they're still not using Pat and Notto. Like, hey, yeah, trade them I'm to the them one, I'm going to give them, I'm give them one more do. tournament because apparently they're way better online than they've been, they've been progressing. But come on, son. <laughs> like, what are they doing? I know that has nothing to do with Pierce, but. And but, also, uh, Pierce on that team would lose his shit. He would lose, so I would not, he would lose his fucking mind team with them. So there's no way he's going to go there. Well, all right. Thank you for the question, Grova. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. It was an honor to speak to you guys. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. It was an honor to talk to you. Take it thank easy, man. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nato benched himself. Don't get it twisted. Idiot. Guy benched himself. Absolutely stupid.
6: <laughs>
2: Absolutely stupid. <laughs> trying to torch his career. But, uh, but honestly, if you're trying to win, you got to sit them down and be like, you, for, are, yeah. you got that stupid shit out of your system? All right, let's go. So
1: we have another call in. What up, Cheek? What up, man? How, How you, guys? you doing? Where are you from? I'm from London. You're from London, bruv. So it's early out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's at 4 a.m. You stay up just, for the show or are you just like a night owl?
5: No, nah, I watched all the podcasts from the start, sir. So.
1: Are you serious? Um, dude. Much love, man. I appreciate that. Nice. That's crazy. It's the best called podcast out there, man. Facts, no cap. I like this. I like this Facts. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go cheek. Let's Absolute beast. Um, best call in so far. What's up? What's your question, man? Uh, my question is more to Pac Man. Okay, but like, what was going through your head when Karma Heatwave
2: during the game? <laughs> I was just giving you love. I was just giving nah, you love. Nah, nah, nah. I, right? <laughs> I just right? I just want to know what was going on. Cause right, you want to know the app? Here's the truth. He <laughs> Yo,
4: Batman, you want trash? <laughs>
2: Yo, get this fucking guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, that, um, was actually, that was my twin, actually, But <laughs> Yeah. You have a twin? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck both of you guys. I think All my right, neighbors wow. just knocked on the door, the, by, the, the the real, wall, by the way. The real yeah, yeah. situation that happened was, this is 100% facts, no matter what else you hear. Yeah. We were, it was the last league match of the, of the season, of the split. And no matter who won, we played Optic first at the tournament. So no okay. one on our team was trying. There's no reason to ever use an Argus. That shit was terrible, as you saw. Yeah. Garbage. But I was trolling. And then obviously it did not go well. Oh, I shit. shot one shot, I missed, I got heat waved, and then all of us in the call started laughing. Like cute, like Col Chan was like, that didn't go. Well. Like if you ever talk to Cole Chan, he's like he sounds like everything went right in his life. He's like a surfer, <laughs> sounding guy. He's like, ha ha. And then we just kept and we just moved on with our life afterwards because okay. i'm not watching a stream it blew the fuck up Like i didn't yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even a big deal and then it lasts to this day people think that was a serious thing it really wasn't we played them at the tournament by the way and i absolutely curb stomped them on that map that's what gets me so fucking tight because no one cares about that I dropped yo, 13 kills bring it up much bring it up yo no. hey, <laughs> thank the, you it doesn't really matter it's for a, it's that a fucking, question
1: yo, i man. think john got smoked yeah, you suck at everything. And you, he's, so bad, he's so bad. I'm tight. No, I'm not actually upset. I've Yo, heard my so my neighbors just hit the wall like five times while I was laughing. By the way, I feel bad. I got to tone it down a little what bit. kind of super get... thin-ass walls do you have? Well, it's because I have my monitors mounted, and I think we put holes in the wall, uh, obviously, to do that, and a big one to hide all the wires. And I think that made, like, they can hear me. So I need to get more audio Dampening stuff from my wall. I feel bad, but it was worth the laugh. Dude, Cheek, thank you so much for the question.
2: <laughs> no problem. That clip's never going on never ever call in it ever again. Next question. Go yeah, all right, see you guys. Next question. He <laughs> dragged him. You moved him.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's move in. Hoss man. So we got another calling coming in. Haley, why are you laughing? That's not funny. At all. <laughs> All right, uh, we got one more. We got, like, five more people to come in, I think. We got Cartman, Hossman, App, Patty P. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hossman, how's it going, my brother? How you doing?
3: Listen, Pac, how you guys doing tonight? We're doing great, man. How you doing? Good, pretty good. Playing some Warzone, my guys. But uh, my question is, uh, what advice would you guys give to, like, small streamers and content creators to help them grow?
2: Okay. that's for you.
1: Okay, Uh, I think I could tackle this one Um, for small streamers and small content creators, pretty much starting from scratch. Right. Um, I think it's very important um, to really, one, enjoy what you're doing. Um, So one, just make sure you're enjoying it first. Don't just do it, uh, you know, make money and start a channel. Like make sure you're enjoying the game that you're playing. Um, So get good at that game. Enjoy that game. And start from there. Uh, In terms of like building community and growing your viewership, um, it's very difficult to do, man. It involves a lot of luck, but one is being consistent. Like you can't expect to just go live and have people in your stream. Uh, You got to come up with content ideas, get get creative, get outside the box, be inspired by your favorite creators and try to emulate that and improve upon what your favorite creators do. Um, I think... You know, for people who are starting off, starting from scratch, and you know, entering the Warzone world, like I assume you're trying to, you're you're asking for yourself, and you're starting your own Warzone stream, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I've been streaming for a while, got a couple hundred, you know, followers and stuff, um, but uh, I'm decided to make like the jump and start purchasing like the proper equipment and stuff that I need yeah. to really put up the quality stream.
2: Yeah.
3: And uh, no, so there was there was this
1: thing that uh, Tim the Tatman said, and he was just like, "You don't need to have the best equipment." or or anything like that right like just do it first and once you actually do it then invest into it because you might end up spending a ton of money and it might not end up taking off um i would just say commit to your normal stuff that you're doing like your job or school or whatever it is and do it on the side and if
2: it starts to work out just go from there because it's very difficult
3: it's what i've been doing streaming on the side
2: let me be the uh devil's advocate here are you funny
3: uh my friends tell me i am i don't like to say (laughs) that i am but if you're funny you're funny are you are you really good at Warzone? I mean, I'm not dropping like 50 bombs or 40 bombs like Sump, but yeah. All I'd right, like my, to my question
2: is my question is, or, or just to say, why would someone watch you as opposed to someone else? So some people have like they're not the best players, but they're funny, they're hilarious, they can they can entertain you even while they suck or are average Doctor yeah. Disrespect, right? He's like the the epitome of this. Not that he sucks, but he ain't very good. Yeah, yeah He's no, hilarious. I you. you know what I mean? So why would I? So why would they watch you? What's your thing?
3: Um, I'd like to say that I give a little bit of everything. Um, i like to think that I'm pretty good at most of the games that I do play. I spend a lot of time gaming when I'm not working. It's pretty much all I ever do when I'm not working. Okay. And uh, so I provide a good, good gameplay, and you know, I'd like to think that I do have some good jokes and pretty funny from here and there. And uh, importantly... I'm just wanna just wanna be able to entertain. Like I just like being able to like talk to people and like have that interaction and stuff. Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. Um yeah, like I said, man, I, I think it's just consistency um and trying to separate yourself. Um there's no, you know, magic formula because everybody's trying to do it. It's a lot of luck is involved. But build a small community. The treat the when you have one viewer, treat them just as great as when you have a 200, a thousand, right? um and that community will grow from there i mean i see streamers that get 20 viewers that have thousands of subs so um just grow from your one viewer treat them great and be on that at the same times every day and uh, if uh, it works out works out
3: chat even when there's no one there in the chat so
1: to be honest <laughs> my brother me and john are trying to figure out this shit too man so
3: <laughs> hey, hey you're doing pretty good for yourselves man you already
1: but uh already thank you for calling good. in
3: uh, thank you Good, for having you, me. What's guys. your
1: What's your stream name? What's your Twitch? I'll drop it in the chat. Uh, Hossman so five.
3: five. I go live pretty much every day.
1: Hossman Five. All one word.
3: Hossman Five. All one word.
1: All right, man. Go check out his Twitch if you guys are interested. Maybe check him out, and see if he's actually funny, and we'll judge him from there. Yo, take it easy, Hossman. Much love, man.
3: Thank you, man. Thank you.
1: Yes, sir. All right. All right. So, ringing our next call in. Our next calling, oh my God, oh my God, it was our next calling. classify okay,
2: it? that's crazy, Seabass. yeah, but he also she's also not in a normal situation true it is, I, is I true. did not come at that guy i'm I'm giving him real life, that's real life, that's how it works. yo, thank you
1: for the sub monster and hitman, thank you for the hundred bits. I appreciate it, guys.
2: Yeah! Oh, Oh, I know who this is. How's it going, Patty P? Uh, How are you? How's Let me ask a question. Have you even played this game? No (laughs) cap, and don't. And I'm not talking about Warzone.
5: Yeah, I was on yesterday. (laughs) That's not
2: what I asked you. (laughs) Playing what? I
1: I turned it on. What were you playing yesterday? (laughs) Cdl playlist. That's Cap, brother.
5: I I updated. There was a new update. The new fuck the Warzone thing was out.
1: Did you do the Easter egg?
5: On. No, I haven't done it yet.
1: I did it today. It's not worth it.
5: You didn't hit me up to do this. I didn't do
1: it. Okay, my bad. But uh, how have you been, man? How's LA? How's quarantine? You got toilet paper?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm running short. I got a few rolls left, but I mean, running out. You know, like Dude. everyone
1: else. Dude, I I bought a lot of toilet paper just because I stock up, and I haven't ran out. Like I still have it from before quarantine even began, bro. I'm on I don't point. Know, I must
5: be shitting a lot, bro, because I had like <laughs> I had like thirty plus.
1: I mean, when it comes out of your ass and your Balls mouth, like you pretty. got you run through a lot of toilet paper. It's just that's
5: tough
1: true, But, that's true. <laughs> but uh, what's your question, Pat?
5: <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, look, we've all—I mean, us three together—probably uh, have like 30 years Call of Duty experience. So I'm interested Maybe more. in your his opinion. Uh, you know, ignoring the current cycle that uh, you know Activision is using with Call of Duty developers, um, do you guys think Infinity Ward, given how everything has gone down this year, and um, I guess how the the multiplayer focus with this specific title has been since launch. Do you guys think they should be allowed to have another...
2: Uh, like oh, you're, you're trying to get me to kill my relationship with one I of the studios? Set
1: me up, brother! Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God! Whoa. Oh, shit. Well, Pat, you see, I'm unemployed right now, so I'm going <laughs> to so swing that one to... Uh, I, mean, I, think, I think there's a, a like a non-biased combo or just not even like so a... So
1: here, I actually have a way around it's, this it's, it's, with my I answer. Mean,
2: it's just... It's just wait, what, do you, wait, you have a suit answer for this? No, no.
1: I have my wishful thinking answer to this. This isn't a okay. suit answer, Chat. You know I'm a straight shooter, but I'm going to give you my wishful thinking in a positive light. My ultimate dream and hope is that all the studios come together... That being Treyarch, a Infinity War, team. and make the dream team. Activision forces them to make a Call of Duty, and they force them to do it. And, you know, if they want to make a new one every year, so be it. But make one COD, bring the best aspects of both, and put it into one. That's what I want. Force them to do it. And I think it'd be better because I, I don't think it's any secret that never gonna work Infinity in Ward has not. made a lot of, what well, Activision make them do it, Infinity Ward has made a lot of mistakes no. and a lot of things that we get put in one COD the next year it just miraculously gets removed out of nowhere. We're like, well, we, we missed that, right? Like, like, how do we have such a good ranking system in World War II and where the hell is it? It's like, we need, we, yeah. we need right. things like that to be a consistent thing in COD or we're going to lose people over time. It's I a think problem. My
5: stance is like, with the C D L obviously it was new this year, right? It just came out. With it being brand new, I think it was a honestly paramount for this title to have a very strong competitive focus. And you know, granted, there was Warzone and, and everything else, but I truly feel that yeah. you know, there not being a a specific competitive focus on the dev side, um, it kind of it kind of really hurts the C D L as a whole. Um, and especially on launch year, I think that that was a, a big misstep where no matter what title or developer you have working on the game, if you're going to have a, you know, a $25 million buy-in league, you want uh, just developers in general, not specific Infinity War because War has done great things in the past, but you want the developer to be creating a game that is constantly being updated, right? Making sure there's not issues. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a huge, huge league. We just saw what announced like two days ago, there's a $4 million champs purse, I think, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, I mean, I think that's a, a big concern. I think, you know, pro players alike should all... Um, kind of fight for that. On
1: that I think uh you know, I think you guys both agree with me when I say I think we're just expecting a bit more this year, right? Like I, I think when we heard franchise league and everything that was gonna happen, and we we've gotten a lot, but w- I think we were just all expecting a little bit more. I think a lot of people are a little bit let down by, you know, the support and the things that have been put in, maybe. Okay, where but then here's what I gonna say
2: the competitive side of COD is is a very small percentage of the total number of COD players. And they add yeah, Warzone... I now yeah. called is the biggest game if you do something and do it great though it's like the biggest it's, game it's in the, the world game. right now they want they oh, yeah, obviously but, want you know it to be I mean, big.
1: Like,
5: no no right the game will always be the biggest game in the world you know what i mean like
1: yeah it's free it's great it,
5: it's, it's hype it's the newest freshest thing like fortnite just had its awesome run quarantine hit and, yeah it had a lot of and, things going for it i'm saying like for of me course. specifically is like from a player's point of view is like you you can't
2: Yeah, we all agree that. Running the same guns on the same maps with the same spawns. We all agree
5: that Call of Duty is going to be Call of Duty and it's going to have its huge casual fan base. But, like, I think as players and everyone, you know, not just players involved, but from being here for 10 years, the goal has always been how can we get some casuals into competitive? And I think if we don't honestly focus on putting a strong stew on, hey, this is competitive, not even from a marketing standpoint, from just from the game standpoint, like in game ranking system, like you mentioned, like that should be a huge focus paramount I that mean, should
2: be huge
1: think about,
5: think about halo 2 bro like that is what got me into wanting to know more about competitive yeah, Halo.
2: i agree i mean we're on the same page here for sure i don't know why i don't know why it is that the studios aren't on that same page as well even when there is a rank playlist most of the time it's not the same it's not like what made the halo one so great what made you want to get into it is that the fact that like you had to yourself get better in right. order to play the better people and then, and then you, you wanted did, to watch it gave guys. you res- it gave you respect for the people that were the best in the world because you're like, all right, these guys are fast. Well, I I play... Do you Go think ahead. that
5: the current title that comes out every year, no matter what, has to be the game CDL plays? Um, like
2: I think so
1: or? because the casual uh, fan base usually moves over. Yeah, but they don't even care about the competitive game. But uh, if we but, made yeah. a game strictly for competitive, that okay, could well, like almost that, be like that a that separate means, entity.
5: Let's say 2021, Treyarch makes this all, or, not, or it's coming out this year, but let's just say the next year is it's so perfect for competitive. All the features we need everything's great, it's awesome, and then we go into a following year, don't know the developer, but let's just say that it's from a competitive standpoint, not a priority, not focused, doesn't have the features we need, whatever. Like Activision, let's just say Activision can't force any of that. Do you think
2: Stang should
5: be... Yeah, I think, should, I think that yeah, should be that's an
2: not, option. That's, it's, it's always the last option on the docket. Like if there was a game yeah. for that to happen, it would have been this one, right? This game didn't have any professional competitive support at all. Like we all know that. And it still didn't happen. Like that's, it's just something that's a, it's a pipe dream at this point. I mean, and we've been talking I about it was, for years. I don't understand. A, people always say that CDL is a marketing tool for, for Call of Duty. I just don't believe that. I, the game's going to sell regardless. Yeah, I don't CDL's think we're getting when, people to buy Champs, it. When
5: Champs was in April, it, you, that, so when did Champs stop being in April? Was it 2015? It
2: was, was that the last I feel year? Like it
1: was After
2: a, AW. Last one, yeah. Right? Yeah, that yeah, was... was like, I used to have, like, a tent and
5: people come out and yeah, play. 2013 yeah, 2013 to then, that was when Champs was used as a marketing tool. And it was, it like,
1: was a like month of like straight COD, review, like, reveal, I, all that shit.
5: DFC2 always came out after that weekend. It was always, yeah. like, marketed that, oh, DLC is now going to be blah, blah, blah. That was a huge point for them. And to them, I mean, back then, it was, what, like, a million-dollar purse max? So it wasn't, like, a, a huge budget thing. It, I mean, obviously big, but, I mean, for them, their marketing budget's insane. So I think... After 2015, it stopped being that. But before then, it definitely was.
1: Yeah. Well, let's hope some of the stuff gets changed, man. Uh, I think that that'd be awesome. And I think How do you, you, you guys act? agree with me. The ultimate dream is for them to all work together and make a Call of Duty. Uh,
2: that's I think, that's hey, what you, you need a you need a mobile team though to make that happen. You need a, a team of ex pros, maybe that don't necessarily have the developmental skill, like computer wise, but they can get there and talk to you. But they have I just to be like. They have to be a year-round team to make that work. Yeah, they have to, But they are, have to the value the and it, and that's that? way above.
5: Well, no, even ah. if that happened, I just feel the issue with that is, like, no matter how many pros go to a, a dev, right, like, even if you picked, like, your your ideal 10 players to go, I don't think, no matter what, they'll ever have the power to actually create change within a, a like a, a new game, right? Oh like, no, no,
2: I meant I meant a a consistent team of people that are no longer pros, not, like retired. Well, no, so I meant like ex whoever. Yeah, yeah. Was, I, they have I to be there from the I start. I don't ever
5: see. Yeah, I mean, I don't ever see like someone just going in even after playing and just like actually having a big impact. I think like with how it's a lot never of happened. This, yeah, but I mean, like look at three four three. I don't I don't really think like at least with with Halo Five and, and Halo Four when you had like pros quit after Halo to go and play that. I don't feel like it ever really went that far to where you're saying like pros are actually having substantial impact on the next title like they obviously had a role and they they did their job, but I don't
2: feel like it was like I mean that's hey, where really that's where you have to make the an argument, in. and I don't think that'll ever happen. They, I agree, where I agree, but guys, we got we got to we gotta get, to get to some be more.
1: Be. We got to get some more people in here. We got a bunch of people waiting. But that was a, actually a really good topic. I thought you were gonna come here trolling, Pat. I like that. We should elaborate on that more when we get Pat's, some time, Pat's bro.
2: Grown up now that he's been benched for seven months. Yeah, he
1: hasn't been playing COD. He's just been yeah. in his room, you know, <laughs> looking out the window at the stars. <laughs> but you should probably be starting on the gorillas again. <laughs> are, are, are you gonna? Come, would you? St- are you gonna come back for the gorillas, bro? Are you gonna let it happen soon? Are you gonna force uh, them I mean, to do it?
5: None of that's in my control, brother, man.
1: <laughs> they need to do it. They need to do it. They're looking terrible. But all right, thank you for the question, uh, Pat. We're brother, gonna get our next one in you. here. Is yes, there? Yep. Take it easy. All right. So the next one coming in is app. Apathy? No, different app. Oh, app. Yo, okay. app. Hello. What's up, man? How you up? doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. I do say so myself. What's your question?
6: All right. So my question is: Should subs get a portion of the prize money if their team wins champs?
2: No. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they should. They can't. They can't compete themselves. They're okay, not we'll even allowed. It. Like, it's not sub- like they're gonna get a large percentage, but they should so definitely you get.
6: Like a- someone like Embos, who.
2: No, I don't. I don't think they should. I think they should get what, paid what their is salary. Why does the community just hate it?
1: Bose. That
6: was just the first thing that came to my mind. Like, I, I know there's other subs, like, that don't – I mean, I, I don't know if he does anything for the team behind the scene, but, like
1: – I think most subs knew that they weren't going to play when they signed their contract, and uh, the I just, had
2: anything to do – I don't the think anything team that team the mind, players – I feel like they should get a little percentage. I mean – the they're players are the winning team, that championship. They're putting in they're that time. they're not allowed to play. They're the fact of the matter
1: is the subs aren't putting in the time with the team. Like, the team's putting in that time, and they're putting the hard work out there, and they're winning it. And we know how the sub dynamic is in Call of Duty. It's not like sports. I don't think that they should uh, get a hand in on
2: that check, the glory, or the trophy. In my opinion. I mean, they're not going to get the glory or any of that. But, I mean, I think someone that. like say someone like Jordan General. Like, everyone always goes, like, come on. General has been there with the team. He subbed in when he needed to do. He did what he had to do for the team. Like, why shouldn't he get a tiny percentage of the fucking of this fucking? I think it should just question. be at the discretion of the team. I don't think it should
1: be like, uh, like they get it no matter what. I think it should be at the discretion of the team. My personal take. What do you Appreciate think? that app?
6: Uh, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I, th- I think just from from team to team, from player to player, it just it should vary. Because like gunless got his team 130 points right and all of a sudden he, you know gets dropped gets benched whatever and then like if they went champs and they're getting that two mil like i'd be a little pissed if i were him so i think like it should be up to the team or just you know the owner like i don't know how the contracts work but i think i'm pretty good.
2: sure it's in the contracts anyways it's but, probably you could probably work it in your contract. honor system no chance because when it <laughs> comes down to it People out here are all out there for themselves. I remember, I, what,
1: what was the story? It was like uh, Optic when they won IW Champs. Formal was supposed
2: to split his MVP prize. It was like and, 25 grand. And he didn't give them shit. He said, no yeah. chance. <laughs> Which is just, also, that's just stupid, by the way, to give an extra cash prize for someone for having better stats. Like, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Yeah, if, but, you don't,
1: if you don't play a single map, I don't think you should get anything. To so what Sweet said, I agree with that.
2: Yeah. What's the
1: chat thinking on there?
2: Ah, disagree. That's like saying know. that if you're on the bench, you shouldn't get a ring just because you didn't play in the championship game. Like you should still, you're still part of the team. But all right, let's move on to the next question. Thank you, App. I appreciate it. That was a good one. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Peace. All right, so uh, you don't know anything about competing. You're a part of the. You're a part of the team. You're a part of the team, whether or not you play or not. You're a part of the team. You should get whatever. By the way, should quick shout out ring, to the go to get get the what? chat.
1: We got attach in here,
2: accuracy in here, slasher in here. Much
1: love, everybody coming out, showing some support. I think we got Katie's in here. What's up? We got who else is in the chat? I think that's uh at least as far as people I know. We got some of the regular homies in here. Jay Hayes, what's up? Big Hayes going global. MJ Cheen, <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Aches, my guy, he was just in here. Miles, what's up, man? Okay. I was buying time. Now we can have our next call. in Oliver Holt, how are you doing, man? And what is your question?
2: Good. How are you? Nameless Impact. Wow, your voice is deep. very deep. How are you?
1: Deep. Good. Staying through this quarantine, pretty good. Good. It's
0: All nice right. So you. my question is: Do we we want the Jetpack era back? Because in my opinion, it was the best call to watch, and it had some of the best sets in DC, regardless.
2: All right, Optimus Prime. Uh, I so think I had your question. some of the best S and D. Bo3. Ah! <S&D. laughs> that, that is an S and D. Look, man. Look, Bo3 S and D was the best S <laughs> you, yo. you had Simp. You had Illy. Okay. Those first of all, though, crazy. that's not competitive. You were watching two v two S and D. Yo, a a a my brother. You can
1: ask the question, Bad. but to say that as a fact, yo, that search and destroy
2: was not the best search, bro. It was the worst search and destroy, actually, by far. Backups 3 was the best wow. of the game, Search and Destroy, and it was st- and Ghost was infinitely better than that. Black Ops Two was better than that. World War Two Search was better than that. Yeah, <laughs> even this game, II, Search, but... even this game, Search is comparable. Like, and that's saying th- th- something. And that is saying something to say you want the jetpack era back. Okay, that's fine, but not for Search and Destroy. And I don't even know how you even make that claim. That it was legitimately killed that's the Search just... and Destroy scene after IW I... Search and Destroy like. Th- all you did was hold your teammate's hand and jump around together. There was no, they took, they removed the thought process out of search and destroy.
1: Search and so destroy in AW you have was for, you have to, terrible. This game, you just wait for dense
2: telephones to pop. I
1: mean, I mean that's, that's not just all. Uh, uh, that's
2: that's just not true. I feel like that's what people say, but that's not exactly true. You have to get map control and you have to do th- the right things. I mean, in IW, in IW, I, I just waited for my camo, like, like until they made it where that's you that just one player though. Well, yeah, but that one player is super OP. Yeah, he, he, I just he, don't... he literally breaks a, he literally breaks a team setup. Anyways, God this is best indeed. What about the jetpack era? Um, if the only reason I missed the jetpack era even a little bit is because of Uplink. Yeah, if it wasn't for that. The whole era is garbage in my opinion. It just people are people just have this revisionist history because they Black just Ups, started watching COD. Black Ops Three could have been cool with no uh, afterburner. Yeah, and what Looney said, four v four. I miss four v four a lot. I think, yeah, Uh,
1: I agree. 4v4 is more important than jetpacks, for sure. Black Ops 3 could have been an unreal game without
2: Afterburner. That game could have been amazing. (laughs) It would have been the right balance to me. To me, Black Ops 3 is by far the best jetpack game. Not even close. I don't even think it's somewhat close. Yeah. And even in that game, though, I feel like...
1: I just think we had a couple things that held us back in Black Ops 3, like having four game modes, the biggest map set that we've Mm -hmm. ever had ever, that messed up the vetoes entirely. Um, having Banner Protect was a terrible idea. If we ban got rid of Banner Protect, if we got rid of Banner Protect and we had our rules set and we got rid of um, you know the huge map set, the fourth game mode, that game could have been unbelievable. If we that hard point was so good in that game, if we had two hard points in a series, it would have been great. And we had no afterburner, we were like we had like no control that year in terms of like rules and stuff. If we were able to do that, that game would have been one of the best games we've ever had. And it's a and it's sad because we barely even had events in that game as well. But that—that uh, yeah. that, to answer your question, that'd be the only game I miss uh, for Jetpacks.
2: AW, which but, a lot of people had fun playing, it's actually a tragically bad competitive game. Yeah, like it is. minimal <laughs> thought process. You threw a stun in the air, blew it up, and white people screamed, and you just—you literally just jumped around in gun fights. There just happened to be a million tournaments in that game. So and
1: IW great. was way too broken. Snaking was way too OP. <laughs> uh, the metas we had in that game were just terrible. Um, wall running was super OP in that game as well because you could just wall run, look look over stuff, and continuously do it. Like I remember playing, um, what was that breakout map? And Slack was just wall run over and over and over and hop over. Like that game just, I I didn't like I didn't like that game. It didn't play well. I think the only game I had fun was like throwback, or only map I had fun was throwback hardpoint. It's the only map I had fun in that game. Um, but hey man, I don't think you'll see a jetpack game again. I mean, the no, rumors are it's Cold because- War. That'll, aw was uh, by far the be best really be nice That's try <laughs> but thank you for the question man i know we kind of came at you but your statement was wild <laughs> good. yeah yeah your you statement guys good. and i accept i accept that yeah. when i get <laughs> in thanks, thanks for calling thank in you, oliver
2: take it easy yeah. okay you uh, really said that jet but snd was better with the jetpacks. the guy was <laughs> faded bro come on come on my brother and there you go, Slasher, who was very good at the game, because people often say if you're not good at the game, that's why you didn't like it. Slasher was very good at AW, and he says it was garbage.
4: Hello, Hello so we got, a, we got a couple of community questions. Okay. Got a question uh, okay. from Steach. What about Mono Warfare has made it easier for new players to enter the scene?
2: Uh, it's <sighs> the most different Call of Duty. There's yeah. squad spawns. There's it's the way you take fights in these games. We haven't talked about this the coach in a while, answer this one. The, the left stick mechanics in order to get into fights has to go. It, it just has to go. Like, the, or the right stick, I'm sorry. You slide into the, uh, into the fights. Like, all that is corny. 5v5 yeah, going. on. Yeah, 5v5 and all that and all the movement to get in the fights. So it it, it re- removes the smarter players and positioning. The spawn logic so makes the game hectic. Yeah, so essentially the game's hectic. And these new players who... There's always these players in the past, by the way. These players that had like, individual talent. There's always been those players, but then you watch them play, and you're like, oh, he's just kind of stupid. So, he's always easy to beat. But with the way you move around in these games and 5 5s it kind of eliminates a lot of that. So, it's just easier for these players to come up. I agree. What's the next one, Ben?
4: The next question is from NKZer1. Who has the best chance to reach a million-dollar earnings career Karim. in Call of Duty? Krim.
2: Uh. Aren't there like who are the people that have a chance if they win? Isn't there like Slasher, Krim, Clay, Krim, Clay Seth, Formal, yeah. something like that? I mean, whoever whoever's in range of, of winning the championship this year. Probably
1: Crim, right? Because it, I mean, it's Karma and Krim. And yeah, Krim and Clay and Karmo hit it, or excuse me, Krim will hit it before Clay because he's 25K ahead of him. Those two guys. I mean, they'd, hit, they'd hit it together, right? Yeah, essentially. And they're in a really good team right now. So yeah. those Damon, two for sure.
2: Damon is obviously up there, but his team just and has J-Cap a less chance of winning. chalked
1: right now. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that question answers itself. Just the ones that are the highest up. With Were those the, best the last two, team.
4: Ben? Uh, I got one more from okay. uh, Garuba again. It's kind of a, a combo question. So okay. part one of the question is, has 5v5 removed competitiveness to a level? And the follow-up to that is, do yes. you guys think that 4v4 would be better than 5v5?
2: Well, I think we, well, we yeah. answered that, right? Yeah, I think everyone didn't. agrees that 4v4 <laughs> would be much
1: better. I think I the think developers that, pushed it for, like, showing off their characters and stuff in
2: the last game. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think. I, I mean, probably, didn't it, wasn't it Black Ops 4? Like, uh, showing off how wrong. the characters worked together. 4, like 5v5 in pubs, so yeah. it was meant to bridge the gap between. It was to
1: show off the, how the characters work together, I think. Um, uh, but, like. And to make it more like pubs, what Dylan said. I, I just right. think 4v4 is better. Uh, COD's right. become more hectic since then. Um, I wish we could go back. We probably won't, but yeah. I, I think mean, it needs think to
2: be 4v4, and what everyone else has said, or what other people said in the past, 4v4 with maps that are designed for the game mode. It's supposed to just a map in the game, and then we put a game mode on it and hope that it works. Like design yeah. a search and destroy map, design a hardpoint map, design, design these things, and that would help COD a lot. That's, we're really far off that, but, you know. Yeah. Well,
1: all right. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. No problem. Yo, that was really fun, John.
2: McCollins. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. We could do that another time. Do we have a clown of the week? I don't know that we do. I'm surprised that nobody came in here with any arguments. It was all, all questions. Yeah. But it was good. Uh, I don't think we have a clown of the
1: week, chat. I wanted to do Doug, but he's not really a clown. It's actually a good good move for him. Um I think we might skip Clown of the Week this uh this week. I think we might have to skip it. <laughs> Looney said we should just make competitive BR an offline <laughs> Oh man. Well, alright guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. This was a wonderful episode. I appreciate everybody who stopped by to do the call ins. I think we spent 34 minutes on it, so that was pretty fun. Um much love and appreciation to all of you guys who are listening in the audio version on Spotify or iTunes. I thank you guys very much for coming in every single week. Uh, As always, the show is presented by Prediction. Go check out them on iTunes, Prediction, with two E's, or check them out on Twitter. Great people to to work with. I appreciate all you guys in the Twitch chat and on YouTube. As always, leave a like, and peace. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.